Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. It is absolutely necessary that we all get together, we work together. We respect each other. We like and love each other. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. I'm getting tired of people running from me in the ring. Mike Tyson, uh, Holyfield, you a bunch of bums. Stand up and be a man and fight a real fighter. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Vive TV and WBC TV. Often imitated but hardly duplicated, 37 make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever so modest host. And when I say modest, think cap. Straight up, I'm a four-time Golden Glove champion. I was ranked number 13th in the country at one point in time. And I've won some awards for my boxing. So supposedly, I've got this big old head. I know something about boxing, okay? But guess what? The average boxing fan knows more. They have a different insight. So I open up the toll-free at the top of each hour once. 1-800-878-7529. If you've got something to say, if you want to rip me, you want to give me a new one, bottom line is, here's your opportunity. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. That number, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Well, I know I'm going to get some heat for this one. Bottom line is, you've had Mexican Independence Weekend, you've had Cinco de Mayo, and this weekend is Mexican Abuse Weekend in the world of boxing. I kid you not. I'm talking about three, four Mexican opponents being put in fights where they're outsized or outclassed. In other words, you know, they're getting paid, but the bottom line is they don't have much of an opportunity to win. So that sort of stickles me a little bit. It's, it's a bother. It's a problem for me. Bottom line is that's boxing in 2021. We'll talk about that in depth. Devin Haney la- in action last night, of course. And then, of course, George Cambos is talking smack as well. So we've got both guys on today's show. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Coming to you from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Super fast. 
Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the Window Replacement Hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the Window Replacement Hotline now. 800-685-2080. That's 800-685-2080. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel Man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel Man pills cost me less than three bucks a pill, and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man Pills sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Now, more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. How does that grab you? Well, I'll tell you right after I get violently ill. 11 make it 12 minutes past hour. Of course, the WBC lightweight champion, or at least one of them, was in action last night. Talk about Devin Haney, of course, out of the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. That's where I live, but guess what? Nobody knows who he is here. In fact, you go up and down the street, hey, Devin Haney signs, people saying, who's that? Who the hell is that? Unless you're like a devout boxing fan. Well, get, boxing fan. well guess what? Last night, the devout boxing fans, of course, tuned in on the zone. Barry Hearns, basically Eddie Hearns Network, no doubt about that. But the bottom line is, he performed admirably. I'm talking about Devin Haney, of course, 25 no now, 26 no. It really doesn't matter. The numbers don't matter to me. I'm talking about quality of opposition. In other words, you know, he faced a guy last night that was smaller than him. I wish to God that in my days of fighting the amateurs, they would have gave me a whole lot of small guys to fight. Yeah, yeah, they gave me a couple of guys down there in the valley. But outside of that, you know, I didn't get to fight too many I won't say midgets, but 
<clears throat> I will sell guys that are so much smaller than you that you can just physically impose your will on them over time. Over time, it's going to happen. I mean, they're probably the same thing's going to happen tonight with Javante Davis and, and, and Pitbull because Pitbull is like, what, 122, 125? You know, I mean, he's fighting 135 pounder, of course. And Davis, of course, hits like a, a welterweight at 135, 140 pounds, 130 pounds, wherever he happens to be fighting. But he might be the odd man out here, of course, because George Cambosis is the man in the driver's seat. He is the world lightweight champion. He defeated Timo, Tiafimo Lopez. And I don't want to hear that crap about Lopez having a, uh, a torn esophagus, this and that. That probably happened during the fight. They're trying to say the doctor was saying, yeah, he performed. Yeah, he, was, he must have felt like he had a 300-pound weight on his back while he was trying to breathe. He didn't look like he was struggling to breathe or anything like that. He was struggling because the other guy was kicking his ass. There's a big difference between... Getting your ass kicked and being tired and being unprepared. And basically, he was unprepared, tired, and got his ass kicked, too. I'm talking about Tiafimo Lopez. Lots of excuses. Maybe we'll go into that now or number two. But, you know, I'm just, like, blown away by the fact that that the boxing world came out this week and sort of put Tio on his spot. I mean, they did. Uh, the promoter Hearn put him on his spot. A couple Cambosas put him on his spot. Cambosas put him on his spot right then and there. I mean, Tiafimo looked like a fool after that fight. So yeah, I won the fight. I won the fight. He reminded me of a guy that had been knocked out and sort of like a couple minutes later, he was still like, hey, man, what's happening? You know, I mean, in other words, he's like coming back, but not, <clears throat> not all the way there. I think he might have got buzzed in that first round when he got knocked down and might have got buzzed a little bit later because he sounded like a knocked-out fighter. I mean, I don't want to talk about early signs of pugilistic dementia or anything like that, but, man, Tiafimo, woo was sounding like that. His, his front teeth were over his, his uh, lower teeth as he was talking this and that, and I was, I was just a little bit disturbed by that. But at the end of the night, he clearly lost a fight. I had a 115-112. I could have had a 115-111, but I went with 115-112. Uh, I gave the other man a, a, a round more than I thought he deserved. Now, last night, Devin Haney, of course, takes on a tough guy, but a tough guy, again, that's, that's too small. When you fight guys that are too small, man, I, I got a problem with that because I told you before, you can't, how can I put this? Guys are, size matters in two things. I can't repeat, I can't, I keep, I hate to repeat myself, but it's just so true. Size matters in two things, pornography and combat sports. And in combat sports, three pounds, five pounds, people say, oh, what's three pounds? What's four pounds? Well, guess what? I fought guys. I, fought, I felt guys in the gym that are three or four pounds, five pounds bigger than me, and you can feel it then. You can feel it with five pounds, I'm telling you. So if you have guys like 118 pounds, 122 pounds, there's a big difference in size. Look at the guys at 108 pounds, 112 pounds. That's why they have weight classes. People say to me, hey, every four pounds, every five pounds, what's the difference? Well, there is a big difference in size, and size matters. Of course, as I said, Mexican uh, abuse weekend, this is what this is going to be, no doubt about that, because... You know, um, Joseph Diaz, he put up a good fight. I mean, a tough guy. Went 12 rounds. I mean, the fight was probably like an 8-4 fight, 7-5 fight, something like that. But Haney definitely won. Of course, still the WBC title holder. Of course, at the same time, Cambosis holds the WBC belt as well. We'll hear about that in just a second. But the bottom line is, at the end of the night, it looks like we've got a guy in George Cambosis that came to Devin Haney's fight. Unlike Earl Spence, he didn't run out of the place. Remember Earl Spence ran out of the arena after Crawford uh, took out Sean Porter. He ran out of there. I mean, he looked like he, they looked like you were accusing him of shoplifting and he was running. I'm, whoa. I mean, big eyed, big eyed Earl Spence running out of the place. Okay. But the bottom line is this is the way it's done. If you want to make fights, if you want to be a, a prolific guy, 
and not just have numbers. You've got to be able to pull off stunts like last night. And I thought that was really cool. And Cambosa showing up. I mean, he waited a week later. I mean, imagine the homecoming this guy's going to get in Australia when he goes home. If 80,000 people are willing to pack a stadium, and I believe they can, okay, if 80,000 people will pack a stadium, I'm imagining probably three to 400,000 people at the airport when he comes home. That's what kind of uh, welcome this is going to be. But what did he do? He stuck around for another week just to go make the Haney fight or to try to make the Haney fight. Well, Devin Haney, mm, was I really impressed? Um, I think that I think that making 135 pounds might be a problem for him as well. And I think, you know, people say he's a bigger guy than 135. I just don't know if he's all that much. I mean, at one point in time, I thought he was like, he had like Sugar Ray Leonard-like moves. I mean, he, he did. And he showed flashes of brilliance maybe on one or two occasions. But you've got to be consistent. And you've got to fight great fighters. And, you know, these guys are, are great champions. I want to call, the, I want to call these guys the, the talking champions. Uh, with the exception of Cambosis, uh, who talks it and backs it up. The other guys just talk and don't back it up. I mean, it's like the world of professional talking in boxing. Anyway, George Cambosis, here's what he had to say last night post-Haney. What did you guys tell each other when uh, he, he came over and you congratulated him? Just respect, man. Mutual respect. I mean, and uh, like I said, now we can talk and I took the glass off so he can see my eyes properly. Now so he showed you enough? He showed you enough to, so, as far as what well, you were looking some other law they've got to show as well. Yeah. You know I mean? So I'm not going to say, he's a man straight away. But um, I like what I saw. And again, they use mutual respect. The business side's got to, got to you know, fit right. Then we can, uh, we can get done in Australia. You told me that money is not important for you. Right. It's it's everything coming together the right way. But I would imagine, undisp like you, even though there's a mix-up, people money, consider you that. But yeah. money is going to come with this fight. But again, it's about legacy. It's mm -hmm. about what excites me. It's what it, I know is going to excite the fight fans, and I know what's going to do great, you know, in Australia. So um, there are still a lot of different things that hey, what's I want to bring to the oh, table. Sorry. And um, now we'll go from there, but we'll see. You know, I'm, I'm also trying to go, I want to fight. I want to get in there right now. Based on like 1 to 10, like how likely do you think Devin is the next? I can't give a number right now. Yeah. You know, that's, there are so many obstacles still, but again, you know, I love the fight. I want the fight. <laughs> like I said, now we can talk. So people can see my eyes. I want to just get your thoughts quickly of uh, the Lopez report from earlier saying that he could have died in there. No well, what do you make of that? At the end of the day, all the best in whatever he does mm -hmm. yeah, in the rest yeah. of his career and you know, whatever. Yeah, Scary saying, thing, though, right? What's your I'm thoughts in, on it, I'm man? In his yeah, what's your thoughts on it? Because he says team, they claim that he had a leg injury, he had an arm injury, he had lung problems. He had everything. Um, all the best to him. I wish him all the best, whatever he does. If he does decide to ever come back to boxing, um, all the best to him. Let me ask you this then. If not Devin, what's a bigger fight than Devin in, in your opinion? Is it Lomachenko? Is it Tank? No, I think it's Tank. It's Tank. Because Lopez beat Lomachenko. Lopez beat Comey. So um, yeah, it'd be Tank, but then again, Ryan Garcia too. He's mm. got a big following. So if he can get a nice good win, maybe early January, you know, ASAP and look good, then he can be in the mix for sure. He is the man. Get used to hearing that Australian voice. He is the lightweight champion of the world. Bar none, I'm telling you about George Cambosis. Devin Haney's got a belt, a WBC belt. We'll probably hear, hear a little bit of uh, controversy about that in the coming days. But the bottom line is they are going to settle a score. If Devin Haney's willing to go down to Australia and fight in front of 80,000 people, well, guess what? They're going to do this fight. There's no doubt about it. But if he wants to do a Ryan Garcia fight before, you know I'm a big Ryan Garcia fan. Everybody knows I'm a big Ryan Garcia fan. And even though I think that, that Ryan Garcia's anxiety um, issues might have been 
um, a public relations ploy. Um, I, I think that he's a solid talent. I think he's a bad little dude. I mean, everybody says he's just a TikTok type of punk. He's no punk. I'm telling you, he got off the floor, got off the floor against Luke Campbell. And I know what it's like to get off the floor. But I, I only got off the floor one time and one because the other guy, they stopped the fight. The other guy got tired. I mean, I was like drained. Getting dropped, getting discombobulated in a professional fight. Of course, it's got many, many rounds and many minutes in front of it uh, for him to survive like that. Never been knocked down before. The first time you get knocked down, it's like a shock. It's like... You're just like blown. I mean, I was I, the, the first time I ever got knocked down was Dave Garcia knocked me down in Concord, California. I had never been knocked off my feet in my life in a street fight, in a boxing match, in sparring, nothing. And I was like, "Whoa, what is this?" Okay, you get so you. I didn't get used to that, but the bottom line is it happened a few more times. Okay, it would happen in a career. There's nothing about that. Of course, when you got a career that bad that spans mm, off and on about 14 years. Um, I did my thing early as a Boy Scout, as a Boy Club. As far as the Boy Club was concerned, thought I was a really bad dude. Then I got into a real fight at the Boys Club with a guy named Eddie Smith, and we went two-minute rounds. And guess what? I was going one-minute rounds and beating guys with one-minute rounds and thinking I was the king of the world. Well, guess what? We went to two-minute rounds, and I was so tired I looked like uh, I was an asthmatic. Well, I was an asthmatic, but I looked like I was suffering from an asthma attack, okay? So the bottom line is, you got conditioned at that point in time. You learned the game. Of course, we finished off with three-minute rounds. The Opens, of course, are three-minute rounds in the world of the amateur boxing. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live last night. Of course, last night, Montana Love beat up on another poor Mexican, Carlos Diaz. Carlos came in at 29-1, left at 29-2. No surprise there. Guadalajara, he came to fight, but man... Was he overmatched? You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The Godfather, Larry Merchant, after the break. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC with Pedro Fernandez. I want to get in there right now. you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? going through a divorce. Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760, 800-306-1760, 800-306-1760, 800-306-1760, that's 800-306-1760. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812-800-215-6812-800-215-6812-800-215-6812. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800 80,000 people in Australia, I think this will be an epic event. Of course, Devin Haney, if he's got the, uh, how can I put this, negotiating ability to go down to Australia, or, or put it this way. Godfather Larry Merchant, how can you turn down a, a fight in Australia with 80,000 people? That's going to guarantee some huge, huge money. And, of course, the pay-per-view money as well with the zone or wherever they're going. How can Devin Haney turn that down? Uh, you tell me. I, I'm, I'm just, I, I thought, you know, because everybody's like pulling, pulling out a fight. Look, fight. look, we, 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 we're observers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't make deals. Uh, I think it's fair to ask about the matches. Um, but the money enters into it and usually is decisive. So we don't know how much how much money they offered him. And we don't know whether there's a possibility of a, of a bigger uh, fight 
out there where he could uh, make twice as much money. So I, I just don't know. I'm just interested in who's fighting who, and are they being coddled in their matchmaking, or are they taking on the best uh, opponents? Well, to an extent, you know, the, um, both guys, I mean, it seems like both Devin Haney and Javante Davis, who battles later today, are fighting guys that are smaller than him, Larry. And and I know I sound a little corny when I say this, but size matters in two things, pornography and combat sports. A few pounds in boxing, eh, that's why they have weight divisions. Excuse me, uh, isn't Davis a protege of Floyd Mayweather? Uh, I think he, he he wants to be. I, I thought he was uh, in his uh, promotion company. Yeah, he is. Because uh, as far as I know, he's he still hasn't been able to break through despite his remarkable knockout record, break through to the public. Good point, good point. Of course, he's in action tonight, and that will be um, against... Pitbull Cruz. I'll see how that goes. Pitbull's moving up from 122 pounds. But boxing, you know what I mean? For the most part... Wait a minute. Tell me. Cruz is moving up from where? I think he's moving up from 122 to 126 pounds, isn't he? Uh, You got me. Yeah, from 122. I think his peak... I think he won a title at 122. And he's fighting a lightweight. Well, there's an instance of uh, them just adding... uh, a W to a uh, to a record, um, yeah, to pad somebody's. You no, know, that's all. It's just, um, and it is what it is. It's gone on for centuries, okay. but you got to call it out when you when you see it. Okay, do you? Somebody shot me a question. They wanted me to ask you this week. Do you think the Zone is the closest replacement we'll ever get to HBO, or and is it? Uh, Fair to compare the two? Question mark. Um, look, thing. First of all, things change in everything, and in sports as well, and in broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, can it replace HBO? Sure, if it gets uh, some good fighters on their roles mm-hmm. and puts on good fights. I mean. It, it, Sure, it's possible. Um, let's see. What was what was the magic at HBO? The the fact that they could write the big checks. Well, for at the time, yes, and they had readers who loved sports, and boxing is the the, the best sport you can put on television, um, and. They went with that, but uh, as things as they had great success and things evolved, um, there were changes at the top, and and people there weren't as crazy about boxing and wanted to save some money for I don't know pilot shows and did, such. Did, did, did boxing take a hit at HBO when Seth, with my uncle Seth Abraham, left? Uh, yeah, because, you know, there's a thousand-page book out on the history of HBO. Okay, I didn't know that. I don't even know the name of it. (laughs) 
but there is a new thousand page book on all of the corporate infighting and the personnel. My understanding is that when Seth Abraham left and Ross Greenberg took over, they cut the budget in half. Yeah. So there you go. It's guys at the top who didn't love sports or boxing as much. Um, and here we are. Well, when Uncle, I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be, I'll full, full uh, disclaimer here, full authentic. When Uncle Seth was running the show, I was making a lot of money with HBO. When uh, Uncle Seth left, I still made a few bucks, but not a whole lot. But the bottom line is, when Uncle Seth was in town, he called. I told you about the story where he called me a minch one time, and I didn't know whether it was a good thing or a bad thing, and I was sort of, sort of freaked out about it. And somebody told me it's a good thing. <laughs> All right, that's funny. Yeah, I was, I was like, because oh, I, I didn't know, I didn't know him. I mean, he goes, so he puts his hand, and he goes, you're, you're a man. I said, oh, okay, what does that mean? Anyway, it means, it means something good. Um, bottom line is, these guys are, are at least we're getting some action. We've got some, some fights coming up in the next couple of weeks. I'm gonna have Muhammad Ali's uh, grandson on in hour number two. Any questions you think you want to pose to him? Um, I don't know much about him. What does he do? Well, he's he's got two fights now. I think he's two and zero with a couple of knockouts. He he doesn't look like the second coming of Christ, um, as far as people. How, listen, how big? What weight class? I think he's a one fifty four. Uh huh. You know, but he, he he looks like he's got a little ability, and of course, he wants to carry on the name and things like that. We'll talk about that in depth with him in hour number two. Of course, having spent some time around his grandfather, uh, this will this will be fun. Back to uh, Larry Merchant in HBO. When you look at the big times in HBO, you know, um, the fact that when Mike Tyson got knocked out, when, when, when Jim Lampley said that Mike Tyson has been knocked out, was there any ever bigger moment at HBO and HBO Sports, do you think? I can't, I can't think of one uh, at HBO Sports. But listen, when Hearns Fort Hagler, that was eight minutes when you couldn't breathe. <laughs> yeah, I was there, yeah. <laughs> I was, <laughs> that was, that was, we all, we stood up during, it was crazy. Nobody ever sat down. <laughs> and uh, so there have been a lot of events, but listen, that was certainly a highlight. No doubt about that. So Godfather, I mean, what, are you, what are you and the Godmama doing this week? This week, I don't know. We've come out of a series of, of events, a birthday party. This just yesterday for my uh, grandson yeah. who turned eleven, and uh, we got the holidays coming up. And Godfather, isn't the get beauty together with family? Isn't the beauty? But the beauty of science is bringing this all to us. The vaccine, isn't that wonderful? I mean, I'm I am I'm just like. I'm ecstatic. I got my booster a couple weeks ago, but I'm just ecstatic over the fact that normal life is returning post COVID. Uh. It is, but I'm still wary. Obviously, of of, of the new variant, yeah. and um, I just want to close the show. Yeah, close the show. Godfather, say hello to the God Mama for me. We'll talk next week. Thank you for your time, sir. 
Thank you, Pedro. The retired HBO godfather, Mr. Hall of Fame himself, Mr. Larry Merchant. Somebody said to me, remember when Larry and Floyd had a little get-together on TV? When when Larry Floyd said something like, uh, Larry said something like, if I was 30 years younger, I'd take care of you, something like that. And, and Floyd looked at him, and they looked back at each other. That was one of the classic moments in, in HBO television, no doubt about that. Somebody shot me a text on that one. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC-TV.com. And hour number two, we'll bring in Nico Walsh Ali. He is the grandson of Muhammad Ali, the professional fighter. And we'll talk with him in depth about his grandfather and his professional career as well. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. After the break, we'll go into the weekend results. You are tuned to the longest-running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. As I said, often imitated but never duplicated. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. 
You know, they had a podcast in the studio just before I got in here, so it was like I only got to spend like eight or ten minutes in here. But I came in this morning and I prepped for the show. But it ain't the same. It ain't the same. This sort of broke my little mojo up a little bit. But the bottom line is I'm getting it together. Of course, Javante Davis and Isaac Pitbull Cruz in just a few hours. Good luck on that one as far as Mr. Cruz is concerned. He can fight. He's a world champion, former world champion, and he can really punch. I mean, he just can. But, you know, size matters in two things, and one of them happens to be combat sports. Jessica McCaskill was a winner last night. Of course, she is the women's welterweight champion, pound for pound. She's considered one of the best women's champions, uh, best female champions in the game, no doubt about that. But she was the winner last night. Um, and, of course, you have Montana, Montana Love. He came in with his new contract he signed with Barry Hearn. I mentioned it a little bit earlier. He came in at 144 pounds, 143.8 pounds when he had a contract for 140, okay? And he was already beating a guy that he was overmatched with skill-wise. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Carlos Diaz was a guy that was from Guadalajara, Mexico, and he was really rough and really tough and this and that. But that's all he brought to the dance was was a lot of toughness. I mean, he threw winging shots, and he may have thrown one or two that were effective outside of that. If you're not throwing against a guy, you're not going to win against a guy. So that's what sort of cracks me up is the guys go out there and they say, you know, I'm going to let guys, um, I'm going to let them punch themselves out. If you're letting a guy punch himself out, you've got to punch with him and still. You can't just let a guy punch because guess what? He will punch you up and out, not punch, not punch himself out. He will punch you out. Bottom line is fighters just don't get it. Hopefully Carlos Diaz, of course, come with he like, uh, I mean, uh, Pitbull Diaz comes in, uh, you know, and acquits himself well tonight. But it looks like a, a size mismatch, as did Devin Haney and, and and his opponent last night. That looked like a size mismatch. Of course, the only guy that seems to be willing to take him on and fight anybody is Mr. Cambosis. And, he, of course, he was talking all kinds of smack before <clears throat> before beating Teofimo Lopez. Now Lopez saying, you know, um, I had a, a a lung condition. Some doctor, he got some quack doctor to say this. And I think Hector Hector says a lot of crazy things. He got to believe half of what he says sometimes. Okay, but Hector says a lot of crazy things. But he says, you know, doctors don't know spit about boxing. And he was talking about when he said spit, he meant spit with an H. Um, and he's got a good point there because some doctor came on and said, you know, Tfimo fought with a, an esophagus tear and 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 it must have felt like he had a three hundred pound weight on his shoulders trying to breathe this and that. No, no, no. Watch the films. He wasn't showing any difficulty whatsoever. So another doctor talking out his ass. Like, you know, I remember my doctor. I won't kid you not. When I told her I was going to start running the lake, she looked at me and basically put her hand on my shoulders. <laughs> Maybe not so much. Yeah, right. Bottom line is I do good times running the lake when I have the audacity and the uh, the will to go out there and run it. But the bottom line is I do run five days a week. I just don't run the lake for said five days a week. But anyway, doctors, you know, they're doctors. I mean, We've had Dr. Nettensetti on the show. Of course, he's the uh, premier doctor of the New York State Athletic Commission, and he's also a brain surgeon uh, and all that kind of neurosurgeon, all that kind of good stuff, and he's an amateur boxer. So he's sort of caught in a weird position. I mean, he's a medical professional advocating boxing, boxing himself, and yet boxing is like, you know, yikes. I mean, guys get hurt in boxing. Speaking of guys getting hurt. The, um, what they call him, the uh, Fort Worth Cobra. I'm talking about Donald Curry. Everybody thought that Donald Curry was gay for a long time. Didn't work out that way. His son, of course, uh, I think his name was Donovan, came out this week and talked about the fact that his father, the former junior, uh, former welterweight and junior middleweight champion of the world, the guy that I bet the house on. Listen, I don't bet too many fights, but I told my stepfather, Mike Ramirez, God rest his soul, and my mother as well, we're going to bet the house on Mike McCallum. 
And they're going, yeah, but he's a two and a half to one underdog. You know, two and a half to one underdogs don't win. That's what my stepfather's telling me. I'm saying to me, go with me, go with me, go with me. Because McCallum was the defending junior middleweight champion of the world. I mean, he was a big dude. He was a guy that Tommy Hearns avoided, Roberto Duran avoided. Nobody wanted to fight Mike McCallum. Believe me, nobody. Underline that. Put it in caps. Nobody, okay? So Mike McCallum, of course, takes on Donald Curry. He was in Las Vegas and Somebody said to me, you know, how much money are you going to bet? Well, how much money did I have? I think I bet like 1500 bucks or something like that. It was like it was two and a half to one. My stepfather, I had to push him to the window, but he bet a bunch of money as well. Mom bet some money, and of course, I think he won by a, a fourth or a fifth round knockout. It was one of the cleanest, the cleanest one-punch knockouts you'll ever see in your life. A sweeping left hook. One of those left hooks like, whoa, this one, you know, most left hooks you can't see coming. Like when I talked about Dave Garcia dropping me, I didn't see that left hook coming. Most hooks you don't see coming. But this hook, the hook that McCallum, McCallum threw, it was so perfect in form, you could see it coming. He like, whoa, he launched that baby. So Donald Curry probably saw that before he went to sleep. And from that point forward, his career was like zilch. I mean, just so, and the fact that he lost to Jorge Vaca, the fact that he lost to Lloyd Huntington, who lost to Jorge Vaca, oh my God, I mean, that's got to question his greatness. Anyway, the reason why I'm bringing up Donald Curry is that his kid and him were in the news this week. They're trying to raise some money for his, uh, his mental well-being. They're trying to get him analyzed mentally. They think he's got CT. They think he's got post-traumatic, uh, you know, b- boxing damage. He, he's punch drunk. That's what they're trying to say. He's punch drunk. And, it, and that was a bit sad because, you know, he, he was a game dude. <clears throat> I never saw him dog it out. He was never, my, never one of my, my favorite fighters. Okay, I, He came from that, that gym down there and... <coughs> Excuse me. I think it was in Fort Worth, and I can't remember the guy's name that ran it. But he had Stevie Cruz and uh, the guy that beat Gene Hatcher and guys like that. And he ran these guys into the ground. He's having them sparring 12, 15 rounds, 115 degree heat. Yeah, they were in great shape, but guess what? They burnt out quick. I mean, I can't think of that guy's name right now. The manager. Can somebody buzz me on that one? The manager down there in Texas that had uh, that had Gene Hatcher and Stevie Cruz. I mean, because he, he, he ran those guys into, into the ground. You don't need to spar 15 rounds, 115-degree heat to know you're in shape, okay? That's just not the way it's done. Anyway, back to uh, this week's results and the upcoming fights next week, of course. Next week, you've got the world WBC Bantamweight champion. Talk about Nonito Donaire, of course. He's got a rival at 118 pounds. He is called the monster, Naoa Inoue, from Japan. He's, like, undefeated. Uh, Donaire broke a couple bones in his face, <clears throat> but ended up losing a 12-round decision to him a couple of years ago. Donaire, of course, a surprise winner, an upset winner, defeating the undefeated champion last time via knockout. He takes on a guy named Raymart Kabbalah. That's going to go down December the 11th on Showtime. And, of course, December the 11th, the zone's going to go with Connor Ben, the undefeated kid, of course, the son of Nigel Ben. And Nigel Ben's claim to fame is almost killing Gerald McClellan. I mean, outside of that, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he had some some decent wins. He won titles 160, 168 pounds. But when I look back at his career, that was like the most, the thing that really jumps out at me because, I, you know, Gerald was crippled in that one. There's no doubt about it. Of course, in the first round, Gerald McClellan, <clears throat> kid from Detroit, <clears throat> he used to be with Emmanuel Stewart. He left Emmanuel. That's where he got in trouble. Anyway, so he takes this, this team of, I want to say, hobos with him to the U.K. to fight Nigel Benn. Well, he knocks Nigel Ben out of the ring into like the fourth row, into like the fourth row in the first round. And the referee counts. Like, if the referee would have been counting, he would have needed a calculator. I'm saying he would have been like 242, 245, 240. I mean, it was something, it was something ridiculous like that. But anyway, uh, Ben climbs back in the ring and they allow the fight to continue. <clears throat> and the, shouldn't, the fight should not have continued. In fact, eh, I've been in the corner. I'm sorry. And this common sense fight's over. 
fight's over. I mean, my guy is not going to, I'm not risking anything else. You know what? Sanction me, uh, suspend me. We'll have a hearing on this one. But the bottom line is the guy's laying in the third or the fourth row. The fight is basically over at that point in time. I don't care if he was a hometown guy or not. And he was a hometown guy, Nigel Ben. Now, back to his son, Connor Ben. Of course, he's supposed to be tested by Chris Algieri. Algieri used to fight at junior welterweight, I believe. And now he's fighting at welterweight. Of course, anytime you move up in weight, it's not a good thing, unless like Roberto Duran or, or, or Ray Leonard or something like that. Because moving up in weight, you're giving up, you're giving up your advantages. That's, I mean, that's what this is all about: boxing size, size, size. I keep seeing, saying it, preaching it time and time and time again. But size matters in two things: pornography and combat sports. I mean, you know, when I used to fight, I remember. Okay, I'll admit it. We went down to the valley a few times <clears throat> and fought guys that were like. Mismatches, okay? They were just, they were, they were mismatches. And he sort of knew going in, the guy had a gut and things like that. You know, you knew what you were going to do. I mean, but that's, that's sort of how boxing um, is made. So when somebody just shot me a text, why am I capping on boxing? The fact that Mexican opponents have been drilled the way they have or are about to be drilled the way they have in the past few days. It's just a bad day for Mexico. I mean, it's a bad weekend for Mexican fighters as far as some of the matchmaking is, is concerned, okay? Because when you go against size, that means you're usually going against the promotion. You're going against the promotion, the establishment, the whole nine yards. Speaking of the establishment, my man Earl Spence, of course, the undefeated kid out of uh, Dallas, Texas, that, tossed that, that got tossed out of that car at 150 miles per hour. If you haven't seen the clip... <coughs> I suggest you go to YouTube and look at it. Look it up. Earl Spence car wreck. Because you're watching this car, and then the car smashes, right? And then you see, like, something get thrown from the car. Like somebody throwing throwing a beer from a car. Or throwing something from, something from a car. Like you're getting pulled over, and you guys are throwing drugs out of the car. Something like that. That's what it was. That's what it looked like. Somebody was throwing something out of the car. But it was the somebody that was being thrown was Earl Spence, of course, and I don't think he'll ever, ever recover from that. And the fact that, you know, he's talking about wanting to fight uh, Terrence Crawford right now. If he wanted to see how to, if he wanted to fight Terrence Crawford, he wouldn't have ran out of the arena like a shoplifter a couple of weeks ago, a fortnight ago, Chris. He would have done what <clears throat> Cambosis did last night, got himself a microphone, got real close to his opponent, and said, baby, let's do this. Earl Spence, I don't think he's got the intestinal fortitude to take on Terrence Crawford. Not that... Not that Terrence Crawford is the greatest welterweight in the history of boxing. He's not. I mean, he's got great numbers. What are you, 39 and 0 now, something like that. You know, multiple, 30-something knockouts. So you got to give him all kinds of props for his numbers. But as far as outside of numbers, I mean, the best guy Crawford probably beat was Sean Porter last week. And Sean Porter, in my mind, is not like the second coming of Christ. I hate to use that, that, except, that example twice in the show, but I just don't see him as the in a welterweight type of icon. He's a tough guy. He held a belt at one point in time. He's a game guy, but, you know, not the most skilled guy in the world. You know what he's going to do. He's going to try to throw volumes of punches, and outside of that, if you can stick him with a jab and stick him with a jab and move to the right on Sean Porter, you're going to beat him. Look at what Terrence Crawford. Anyway, Crawford a winner over that. Of course, Crawford and Spence, if they hook it up for the World Welterweight Championship, 147 pounds. You know, I think that Spence should probably fight Virgil Ortiz first because I think Virgil Ortiz might upset Virgil uh, Earl Spence. I really do. And I think that's why they put that fight on the back burner now. Remember they are talking about it about a month and a half ago? Virgil, uh, Virgil Ortiz, undefeated, like whatever he's got, all knockouts in his wins. And, but he's green. Green is like guacamole, but he's a Mexican-American kid fighting out of Texas. So he's got a good base as far as fan base is concerned. Of course, they're going to come out and watch him fight Earl Spence. Earl Spence, the fan base, I don't know. Does Spence have a fan base, or is it the guys that fight, my, uh, fight Earl Spence to bring the fans to the dance? I just don't know. But Crawford, back to Crawford last week, 190,000 homes on pay-per-view. But a lot of that had to do with the fact that he had ESPN holding him up. 
What I mean by that is that ESPN's got this big platform now, ESPN Plus, ESPN.com, all kinds of ESPN stuff. And what they did was they held him and they sort of promoted Crawford. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Everywhere you turned around, you were seeing Crawford commercials and they were put on by ESPN, ESPN doing the commercials themselves. <clears throat> so when they did 190,000 or 200,000 homes, I say right on. So that proves a kid can sell pay-per-views with Top Rank and ESPN. That doesn't mean he can sell pay-per-views on his own. This is the way I look at it. Of course, he can go to Omaha, Nebraska and draw 15,000 people. He drew a good crowd last week. Of course, not fighting in Omaha, but he can draw. Just not the, not the type of fight. I just don't listen. Until these two guys fight, we've got question marks at 147 pounds, of course. And then Crawford. Of course, the big guy, uh, big guy as far as these two guys are concerned, I think he's the, the bigger, the meaner guy. There's no doubt about it. I mean, Terrence Crawford, if he isn't anything, he's mean. He's ghetto. There's no doubt about that. And that's what's that's what's needed in boxing. I know too many guys that you know have college degrees outside of James Bone Crusher Smith, of course, who became Jones James Bone Hugger Smith when he got that big fight with Mike Tyson. The guy held on to Tyson for like. It was like a, 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 a 10 and a half rounds, 11 rounds. In the 12th round, he cracks Tyson. He wobbles Tyson. And then I said to him afterwards, he goes, you know, I, th I think I might have hurt Mike Tyson there. I said, you big dummy. College education or what? Yes, you did hurt Mike Tyson. It's just that you didn't throw enough punches to capitalize on it. You heard him once like, whoa, like, I don't want to piss you off, Mike. I'm sorry I hurt you. That's the way Bonecrusher Smith sort of responded to that fight. Of course, that was the 12th round. But he was the WBA champion, I think, coming in at that point in time. And uh, Tyson was the WBC champion. Of course, that was outdoors, I think, at the Las Vegas Riviera or the Las Vegas Hilton Hotel. Good memories. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, hour number two. Nico Walsh Ali, the grandson of Muhammad Ali. Of course, I know a little about Ali. So we'll have his grandson in the house in hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV live on Vive TV. Let's get out of this hot sun into a nice, cool bar. In a few minutes, honey. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC with Pedro Fernandez. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. 
call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The guitar, the man, the mighty man, Jerry Cortez, of course, Tower of Power on the soul side of town. One of the recent cuts. They've got recent cuts. Of course, Tower of Power doing things since 1968. God, they're like ancient. Bottom line is they're still rocking and rolling, though. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC-TV. And hour number two, we will bring in Ali Nico Walsh. Uh, Nico Walsh Ali, of course, he's the grandson of Muhammad Ali. He's an undefeated prospect with a couple of fights. We'll talk with him in depth in hour number two. But... Right now, I want to say, well, you know, with boxing in Las Vegas and boxing in Dallas to an extent, like, you know, some of the big fights in Texas, but boxing in Las Vegas and New York and L.A., outside of that, what happened to boxing in Atlantic City? What happened to boxing in Atlantic City was Atlantic City, of course, went in the tubes when Donald Trump sort of bankrupt the town, and then that town was no more as far as buying fights were concerned, of course. Biloxi, Mississippi. What happened to Biloxi? I mean, I used to go down there. I would do fights in Biloxi, and it was so sort of cool because I can't remember the guy's name, but he ran the Athletic Commission in Mississippi, and the only way he would get paid from boxing promoters was in cash. Barry, I can't remember his name right now, but anyway, he would only get paid in cash. Since I was working for Harold Smith, I had to get the cash together to go pay the Athletic Commission. It was like five or six hundred bucks or something like that. Five or six hundred bucks in cash we had to give him, and then we had to pay him a little bit later. But the why not? Billy Lyons, I think that was his name. But yeah, Billy Lyons. It was a bit of a shakedown. The Mississippi uh, Athletic Commission was a big shakedown. They just shook us down for money every time we went down there. Anyway, we had good times, but. Yeah, some of the good fights down there. But what happened to Biloxi? They're not doing fights at all. Not that it was a great place to go to, wink, wink, but uh, they had good ice cream, and they gave me access to the kitchen 24-7, so that was sort of cool. But outside of that, what happened to Biloxi? What happened to Atlantic City? Boxing changes. You know, geographically it changes, and, of course, fighters change. Speaking of fighters, as I said, Ali uh, Jr., or Ali grandson in hour number two. We'll talk with him in depth. We'll hear from Tiafimo Lopez, of course, the sorest loser in the history of boxing in the past five or six years. No doubt about that. What a sore loser he was, of course. And we'll hear about him and Cambosis. Cambosis going post-fight, of course. That was last week. But straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC-TV. Stay tuned for hour number two after the news. You are tuned to Ring Talk, often imitated but never duplicated. (laughs) 
USA Radio News with Jeremy Scott. Tonight I stand before you, tested by adversity, made sensitive by hardship, a fighter by principle, and the most optimistic man in America. Elizabeth Dole announcing the death of her husband, former Senate Majority Leader and presidential candidate Bob Dole on Sunday. She announced his death, saying he served the United States of America faithfully for 79 years. Dole ran for president three times, facing incumbent Bill Clinton in 1996 at the age of 73. Senator Dole announcing earlier this year that he was being treated for stage 4 lung cancer. Health officials in Missouri and in Georgia confirming their state's first cases of the new Omicron variant of the coronavirus. The variant has now been detected in nearly 20 states. USA Radio News. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it time for open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also when you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For the typical family, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate when compared to health insurance double. It really is remarkable. There's more than 400,000 members now who have shared more than $4 billion in medical bills, so they can handle your bills too. And here's the thing. If you join before December 15th, they'll waive your new member fee. So that's another $170 you'll save. I'll give you the number here in a second, but call and you'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline, December 15th. So call now and you'll save even more. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Retail outlets across the country are increasing security due to a series of flash mob robberies. The attacks have escalated over the past few weeks, with stores in the California Bay Area taking a brunt of the damage, including cannabis stores. A gang of armed smash-and-grab thieves fired 175 shots and stole $5 million worth of products from 15 cannabis shops in Oakland, California, through November. Alfonso Tucky Blunt, the owner of Blunt & More, We're tired of talking. We're tired of paying high insurance rates extra security, paying for taxes. We're talking about a tax strike, potentially. We're talking about picking in the mayor's office. We don't know what we can do, but it's time for action. We're tired of talking. USA Radio's Brad Bernard's reporting. Matchup set for college football playoff action. Fourth seed Cincinnati against number one Alabama. Number three Georgia against number two Michigan. Both matchups on New Year's Eve. This is USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. With the focus on a new variant of the coronavirus now in nearly one-third of U.S. states, health officials saying it is the Delta variant that remains the majority of cases nationwide. Chief Medical Advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci spoke on CNN's State of the Union. Thus far, though it's too early to really make any definitive statements about it, thus far it does not look like there's a great degree of severity to it, but we really got to be careful before we make any determinations that it is less severe or 
it really doesn't cause any severe illness comparable to Delta. But thus far, the signals are a bit encouraging regarding the severity. But again, you got to hold judgment until we get more experience. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky on ABC's This Week talking about a vaccine for this variant. They're already in conversations about streamlining um, the authorization of this, um, of an Omicron-specific uh, vaccine, partially because much of the vaccine is actually exactly the same, um, and really it would just be that mRNA code that would have to change. So those conversations are, are ongoing, and certainly FDA will move swiftly and CDC will move swiftly, swiftly right thereafter. Gas prices at their lowest level in 14 weeks, an average of 3.46 per gallon. Drivers in the San Francisco Bay Area paying the most, those in the Houston area paying the least. For USA Radio News, I'm Jeremy Scott. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and internet history. I am not these bubblegum dudes you talk to. Pedro Fernandez. He will be mine in round nine. If he makes me four, I'll cut it to four. Thomas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in San Francisco. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV on VTV. Often imitated but never duplicated, 37 make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I'm your ever so modest host. I'm also a four-time Golden Glove champion and an award-winning boxing writer. So supposedly, allegedly, I know a little bit about boxing. But guess what? The average fan has a different insight. They see the sport from a different lens. So I open up the toll-free phone line at the each and every at, at the top of each each and every hour of the show, of course, to give you the opportunity to impart if you'd like. So here's another number 1-800-878-7529 that's 1-800-878-7529 of course also the guilt-free no commitment text line you want to text us here in the studio got something to say want to drop a comment want to rip me up you can keep it clean 415-275 nah, just kidding 415-275-1613 the text line here once again here in the studio 415-275-1613 well we're gonna spend some time this hour 
with Nico Walsh Ali. Who is he? He's the grandson of the greatest, Muhammad Ali. Of course, I've got some great Muhammad Ali stories, but the bottom line is we'll spend some time with the grandson. Of course, a budding professional, had a couple of fights, going to have his third fight, I think, in a week or a week or so, a week or two on ESPN. So we'll talk with him in depth at about 20, 25 minutes past the hour. We'll also talk about the sport of the UFC and the fact that I think it's floundering. I really do. I think the UFC is starting to fall. I think the fact that those people have spent, what they spent? $4,200 million for the UFC about a couple of years ago? I think they're starting to question their investment. Talk about that in depth, maybe about 40 minutes past the hour. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, often imitated, but never duplicated on Vive TV. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel man pills cost me less than three bucks a pill, and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man Pills sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. (laughs) But seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra 600 you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the Window Replacement Hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. Call the window replacement hotline now. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. 800-685-2080. That's 800 685 
2080. Today's crowd was pretty crazy. 80,000 in Australia. But, the, uh, crowd, the crowd doesn't win fights. I do. Let's do I it. know that. I, I dealt with that with Lopez. Here he is. Devin Haney has his WBC title. And here's George Cambosis. Great win. And uh, now we can talk. Now we can talk. Uh, well, he has most of the belt, so uh, I have no problem with, with, with him being a favorite. Uh, at the end of the day, we got to go in there and settle it. Uh, number, numbers don't matter when it, when it comes to that, so let's just do it. That's all I care about. Look, I'll give him his props. You know, at times he, he looked very sharp, and, uh, you know, he boxed brilliant. That's his game. He boxes nicely, so, um, you know, yeah, stars make fights, and, you know, if we make it happen, it's going to be an exciting fight, but now we can talk. Now we can talk. <laughs> Oh, we got to see. Like he said, Styles make fights. Uh, I think that I still think I'm the best lightweight in the division. But uh, talk is cheap. We got to go in there and settle it. Many holes. I say the whole straight away. But again, I'm not going to. I'm not going to uh, outshine his moment. This is his moment. Full respect. Great win. Great victory. You handled your business. I handled my business last week. And uh, let's get to uh, to the business side of things. And now we can talk. Hey, look, for me, that's not my business. WBC franchise, WBC champion belt. You know, that's not my business. That's up to Mauricio. And um, I'm honored to, to be a WBC champion. He's honored to be a WBC champion. And you know what? We'll settle the difference. The fans want to see it. He wants to make it happen. I want to make it happen. It should be a very easy fight to make happen. It should be a very easy fight to make happen. Well, seeing Devin Haney has no fan base. Um, he doesn't have anybody. I mean, come on, man. What does Devin Haney have besides that WBC belt? Tell me. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. He has an undefeated record against guys. Well, it's okay, guys. But the bottom line is he hasn't fought anybody from the International Boxing Hall of Fame yet. You know, much like you know Earl Spence and people like that and Terrence Crawford. Of course, Terrence Crawford is a guy that's with like a, got almost 40 fights now and really hasn't fought anybody of note. I don't want to say of note because he's beaten everybody he's put, put in front of him. But, you know, he told me a couple of years ago we were in Cuba. I think we were, yeah, we were in, in Havana. And he says to me, we weren't, we weren't smoking Cuban cigars. And they call him Bud, but we weren't smoking Cuban cigars. Anyway, uh, he told me, he goes, I want to become one of the great fighters, you know, like Hagler and Duran and Leonard and Hearns and this and that. I said, in order to have to be that way, you got to fight one of those guys. And, you know, fighting guys like, you know, in other words, Earl, I mean, Terrence Crawford could do a lot better job promoting himself if he called out guys and that he really wanted to fight and just called them out and just put them on the spot about it. Of course, different websites are starting to do it now. Fight Hype, I think, seems to be the leading website as far as, like, generating hype back and forth. These guys talking smack. They got it going on. More power to them, no doubt about that. Now, last night, of course, Devin Haney retained the WBC 135-pound title. Now, one point in time, I think Ryan Garcia had a WBC title as well. We'll get to him in just a minute. Anyway, um, last night, Devin Haney was a winner. I mean, he was a winner. You know, like eight to four, something like that, seven to five, call it what you want. Somewhat competitive, but the bottom line is he was a, a clear winner across, the, across the, uh, the board as far as all three cards were concerned, of course. And last week, we had a guy that, had, that snatched a WBC title, another WBC title, 135, 135 pounds, if there can be two. Anyway, he snatched the franchise championship and all the other belts that there is to, to collect in the world of boxing as far as the International Boxing Federation, World Boxing Association, WBO. I go on and on, but he gathered them all last week when he beat Teofimo Lopez. Now, Teofimo Lopez, of course, turns out to be like the worst loser in the history of boxing. And in the recent history of boxing, I mean, he's come up with all kinds of excuses. I talked now hour number one about some doctor saying he was like so close to death, man. You got to be kidding me. Give me a break. Okay. What the doctor described and the, the stuff I saw on film were not the same thing. 
So either the doc's got a, a vivid imagination or she was, or he or she was smoking something, you got to send me some. Bottom line is th- that was delusional, no doubt about that. And as far as doctors are concerned, I keep trying to tell people, and Hector has a point there, is that doctors just don't know what's happening with boxing. Boxing is the 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 theater of the uh, of the of the. Uh, it's like uncharted water. Every time you get into a fight, you never know what's really going to happen as far as a person's injuries, possible potential injuries are concerned, or potential residual effects. Anyway, but we do know what's, what happened to Tiafimo Lopez last week. He was beaten down. I mean, beaten down Brooklyn style. And for that judge, Doug Trail. Out of Connecticut, to score at 113-112 or 114-113 for Tiafimo Lopez, he should be arrested for impersonating a judge. Now, somebody said to me, well, how do you think he came up with that kind of card? Well, first of all, he scored the first round 10-9. Tiafimo Lopez was lumping up George Cambosos, but guess what? All that's negated with the clean knockdown. I mean, it was a clean, clean knockdown. Ba-boom, a clean knockdown. That merits a two-point uh, in the Association of Boxing Commissions, that marries a two it marries a two point round. But Trejo, Trejo uh, only gave uh, Cambosis a one point in that fight, and then he gave then he gave he unbelievably unbelievably he gave Tiafimo Lopez the twelfth round. Now, if he thought Tiafimo Lopez won that twelfth round, and he I don't know inept or crooked. I mean, you've only got, it's like you don't have a whole lot of choices here. Think about that. He's either either inept, he's the worst judge in the history of boxing, he's blind, he has cataracts, um, or he's crooked. I can't, where's where's the middle ground? Is there any middle ground there? I don't see the middle ground. I just don't see it. Anyway, Cambosis, of course, the winner last week, had this to say post-fight. Well, guess who was in his face? Guess what? Teofimo Lopez and George going post-fight. George, congratulations. Coming into this fight, the questions people had were not could you win, but what round were you going to get knocked out in? How did you pull off this upset victory? Did I change your week? Have I changed my whole career? Never. I believed in myself, I backed myself, and I said it time after time. You might not believe me, but I believe in myself. And look at me now, I got all the jewels. I'm not the king. You got your four kings. I'm the emperor, because I come to every other country and I take them out, one by one. Listen, all respect to him, all respect to him. Thank you, New York City, Master Square Garden. I love you all. Walk me through the first round, because you promised coming in that you were going to fight fire with fire. And it wasn't Lopez that knocked you down first. It was you knocking down Lopez. Look, Customata said, said a great saying. When Muhammad Ali fought Joe Fraser, an unbelievable puncher in Joe Fraser, and Muhammad Ali ran Customata and said, what do I do? Because you hit him with the best right hand you've ever thrown in your life in the first round, and you changed the fight. And that's what I did. I had that in my head, my mentality. I said, I'm going to hit this guy clean, I'm going to hit him hard, and I put him to, I'm going to put him down. And the, the fight changed after that. The overhand right, as you said, that was there for you most of this night. Was there something that you saw on film from Teofimo that showed you he was open to that shot? Man, my, my, my trainers, both my trainers, Mick Avio, Avio, Mick, we worked unbelievable in this camp. You know, it was a long, hard camp. It was never my fault. I wanted to forehead ASAP. But you know what? Every day I got better and better and better and better. And I learned more and more. And I, I didn't take my foot off the pedal. Here we are. If you, ever want, if, if you don't believe in yourself, you won't get this far. For anyone out there, back yourself. Believe in yourself. And you can do it too. You, all respect to Teofimo. He's a great kid. The build-up was the build-up. We're both competitive young guys. But uh, it was my night. And it's going to be my night for a very long time. I'm the emperor. Those middle rounds, 
In those middle rounds, you seemed to take control. And then in the 10th round, you got caught. What happened on that punch, and what was going through your mind over the last minute plus of that round? You know, listen, I was trying to entertain the fans too much. I'm, I'm an unbelievable boxer. They can't believe how good I, I box. You know, my defense, my movement. Too sharp, too fast, too strong. My conditioning, my stamina, unbelievable. But I tried to entertain the crowd a little bit too much. Got excited a little bit too much. I got caught. But you know what? What a warrior. Got back up against all odds and still finished the fight and won the next round. Listen, this is for my kids, but my grandfather, George Cambosis, passed away two months ago. My family, my, my, my grandfather, I know he's in here with, in the ring with me right now. I mean, this, this, he said it. And, and, and my whole family, my family that's here, for everyone, you know, my, my father. When you got George, when, George, when you, when you got back, when you got back into the corner after that 10th round, how hurt were you and what was your mindset going into the last two? I wasn't hurt. I, I looked at my, my team, my coach, I said, nothing. Let's go hard. The next two rounds, I'm going to punish this kid. And I won, the, I won the next two rounds. No problem. That's, that's the kind of fight I'm a warrior. But listen, all respect to him. He's a, he's a great champion. He beat the great Vasily Lomachenko. But I'm, I'm the better fighter. And I told you, I'll be better, better every step of the way. Is this, in your mind, the biggest win in Australian boxing history? Look at me. Greatest. I'm the greatest fighter in Australian history, and that's no disrespect. I've got the all the belts. The greatest Australian hey, fighter in history. Listen, you're a true champ. Forget well, the rest. Hey, yo, yo. You got a hell of a fighter, but I won tonight, man. Everybody know that. The referee raised my hand. I won tonight. I don't care what anybody says, yo. I won tonight. Hey, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I've been here. I've done that. I want to thank God. I want to thank everybody that came out tonight. Look, I ain't no sore loser. That's some punk-ass you-know-what. Now, I can use the word spit there, spit with an H. Bottom line is, that was Teofimo Lopez trying to ruin George Cambosa's evening. Or his crowning achievement, winning the lightweight championship, and then the ex-champion there trying to dog him because one judge, one judge thought he won the fight. And how that judge thought he won the fight, I'll never know. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Next up, Nico Ali Walsh, the grandson of the greatest, on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC-TV. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? 
We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760, 800-306-1760, 800-306-1760, that's 800-306-1760. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968, 800-817-2968, that's 800-817-2968. When I would go sell and everybody was calling me Muhammad Ali. Now, why you gotta be one of all people who's color to keep saying Cassius Clay? My name is Muhammad Ali, and you will announce it right there in the center of that ring after the fight if you don't do it now. That was against Ernie Terrell. I'll never forget what Ernie Terrell told me at the International Boxing Hall of Fame. I said to him, why would you call Muhammad Ali Cassius Clay when you knew his name was Muhammad Ali? He said to me, because I thought it would piss him off, and I never thought in my life that he could beat me. I was six foot five. He was six foot one. I thought I'd whip him easily. Bottom line is it didn't turn out the way for the big cat, Ernie Terrell. Now we turn her from Muhammad Ali to his grandson, Nico Ali Walsh. Welcome to the Ring Talk for the very first time. How are you today, young man? I'm good. How are you? Thanks pretty, for having me. Oh, you know, I'm all pumped up about this, man. I mean, this is this is like the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. They tell me you're a great human being in addition to being a pretty good boxer. Yeah, you know what? If the apple doesn't fall far from the tree with my grandfather in terms of being a great human being, then I'm I'm doing something right, I hope. Okay. Let's talk about boxing, though. I mean, it just, and let's be honest. Having that Ali name attached to you, it can be both a blessing and a curse. Yes, definitely. That's that's the way I've always seen it. Well, I mean, because, you know, I mean, because they're expecting you to go out there and pull off uh, Thriller Manila fights and things like that. And, you know, you're, you're a budding professional now. Only two professional fights. Do you, you know... What kind of butterflies do you get before a fight? Do you get a little anxiety? I used to. Yeah, you know, um, I think I do get the nerve, the the nerves. But if if I didn't get the nerves, then that would really, really be uh, a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, so for the first fight, that was really where the the nerves came from. 
But since then, my second fight, I really didn't feel the same nerves, and I think it gets uh, easier as I go on. Uh, I, I don't think so. I think as the opposition gets better, you're going to become more aware of the fact that you need to get yourself together. I remember the great Alexis Arguello, when I approached him in 1982 before the prior fight, I said to him, how do I get myself in the best mental condition? I mean, I'm running mountains and things like that to get in physical condition. How do I get in the best mental condition? He told me, if you get yourself in the best physical condition you can get yourself in, the mental conditioning will fall in line. Right. Yeah, that's what I've always been told. You know, preparation uh, makes confidence. And especially when I'm fighting in the mecca of boxing, you know, Madison Square Garden, it's, uh, it, it's motivation for me to get in the best physical shape and mental shape I've ever been in. So it, it's an honor to be fighting there, and, and I'm just so excited for the fight. Okay, uh, it says you were born in Chicago. Is that where you live? No, I'm, I'm originally from Chicago, but now I'm originally from uh, Vegas. Now you're originally, now you're residing in Vegas. Yeah, residing in Vegas. Okay, how's that working out for you? Some guys go to Las Vegas and get lost in the glitter. Yeah, you know, that's what I find interesting about Vegas is because uh, you've got the strip and then you've got uh, isolation outside of the strip. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's, uh, you know, it, it takes it takes someone who's really dedicated and disciplined to ignore that. And But you've seen it with, uh, with Mayweather, you know, like he resides out here and he's able to get all of his work done without... Uh, being distracted by anything on the strip. Yeah, but Floyd's a, Floyd's a unique character, both psychologically and physically, and we can probably talk all day about him. But back to your right. grandfather. Um, how can I put this? I met him a couple of times, and then in 92, they said to me, guess what, we're going to think, we're thinking about going to China with Muhammad Ali. I said, really? He goes, yeah, we want you to do security and do the television as well. I said, wait a second, either I'm going to do the television, the security, what am I going to do? If you do them both, we'll pay you this. And I said, oh, okay. Anyway, so I sort of overlooked the security for the first trip to Beijing in 1993. Wow. And during that first trip, his wife, Lonnie Ali, I saw her in the lobby of the hotel, and she said to me, Pedro, where are you going? And I said, I'm going to McDonald's. I'm starving. I said, this Chinese food is killing me. She goes, you lost a lot of weight? I said, I lost like eight or ten pounds, I think. And she goes, Muhammad's lost weight, too. So can you get him a couple of cheeseburgers when you go to McDonald's? So I went to McDonald's in this cab in Beijing into this big old McDonald's, and, and the Chinese driver couldn't understand anything I said but McDonald's. That's all he understood. So he took me to McDonald's. I'm trying to tell him to wait for me, wait for me, wait for me. He didn't want to. I went in there and bought like every burger you could imagine, filet of fish the whole nine yards. I brought him back and gave him the Lonnie. And from that point forward, your grandfather was indebted to me, I think, unbeknownst to me, for life. I mean, if you look at all the pictures on the Internet, and I think I could brag a little bit here, but if you look at all the pictures on the Internet that Muhammad Ali signed, I think the only one he signed that I could know of that he signed Love Muhammad Ali was one that he signed for me. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact was, you know, we went out for, for public um, events. I mean, I made sure everything was, you know what I'm saying? I made all the T's were, all the T's were across, all the I's were dotted, the whole nine yards. He was together both physically, the whole nine yards. We went out there. I made sure that he was prepared. And he said to me one time, uh, I can't say what he said, but the bottom line is, <laughs> the, the time that no no because it's per personal but the per yeah. but, but the time I mean he's told me I was you know, dumber than I was smarter than I look things like that but um you know the time I spent with him I think it made me a better human being and somebody else told me that if Ali touched you and he didn't have to touch you with his hands because you know we were in China one time twice 
three times, twice. Um, but we were in China one time, and we stopped this train. We had our own private train. So we stopped this train in the middle of China. And we're talking about a village where people didn't have, they didn't even brush their teeth yet. I mean, they were like cave, Chinese cavemen in 1993. I kid you not. So Alisa stopped the train. So I went and told the train driver, you know, you got to stop the train. And the train driver said to me, you're out of your mind. You know, I thought I was, thought I was some American trying to hijack his train or something like that. So I said to him, you got to stop the train. And he said, no, I'm not stopping the train. So I almost had to get physical with the conductor to get him to stop the train. Actually, I had to get physical with him and show him some American dollars, and that got the train stopped. So we stopped the train in this village, and they sort of honked, they hit the, the, the whistle on the train, and then the word got out, this and that, and there was only one wire coming into the town, one electrical wire coming into this little village, and some of these villages still had little, uh, some of these houses still had outhouses for toilets. So anyway, all of a sudden, within five minutes, this crowd comes, comes around us, and, and, and Nico, people are fainting. They see Muhammad Ali and they start, um, there were a couple ladies fainted. They couldn't believe it. Old men were, well, they couldn't, it was like, imagine this. Imagine you haven't never had a newspaper. This is pre-internet. Never saw a newspaper in your life. You never watched television. And yet this guy shows up and you know who he is. Yeah, that's crazy. And that you know, awesome, and you know who he is. I mean, that was just amazing. I said like, you know, people said to me, he, he makes people better than he was. I remember when we were in uh, in China, he, he took 400 bucks off, off me one time. He replaced it, but he took 400 bucks off me to feed these kids. And we were feeding these kids, and, and, and you know, we I think we came up with 1,200 bucks. And the nuns, these kids were all deformed. They had mental, mental retardation, things like that, physical deformities. And there was some hostel that the Catholic Church was putting together. So Ali says to me, give me the money. We gave her 1200 bucks. The old lady says to us, the nurse says to us, um, you gave us enough money to, to feed us for a year. So we got back in the truck in, in the van, and I was starting to cry because I had a kid at home. And I was thinking about how, you know, how things were and this and that. So I started to cry. And then he came back. He saw what was happening. So he comes to the back of the van. He goes, what are you crying about? I said, oh, man, that was tough to watch. <laughs> Mumbling, whining, this and that. He said, man, he said, we made those people, we, we, we won't feed them for a year. Think about that. They're happier that we left them in a better spot than when we came. And he's right. And that's just the way he was. Everywhere we went, man, he sort of he just touched people. Am I talking too much? I'm sorry. No, that I mean, that's, that's crazy. I mean, the biggest thing that I caught is that, you know, like you said, before any social media, before, you know, newspapers and like that, the fact that the people in the village knew him is, that's crazy. Well, and like, and they had, let me tell you, when I say they didn't brush your teeth, they didn't brush your teeth. You hear what I'm saying? I mean, it was a yeah, village. no, I believe it. No, it was a whole village. They were like cavemen. I could, I, I didn't have a camera, but I didn't have a camera, although there was people shooting pictures on, on the train. I think um, his, uh, I can't think of his, his, his Ali's photographer at the time, but he was there. Oh, yeah, it was Bingham. Howard Bingham. Howard Bingham was shooting that whole trip. In fact, he shot a couple trips. Hey, Bingham, you know, he passed away a couple years ago, but he's got all kinds of film on me about this, especially the second trip with Ali to, to China when I was everything but, you know, I, I did every. Uh, listen, I did everything for your grandfather that was humanly possible, and you know what? I was honored to do it. And guess what? They paid me. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, I would have paid, awesome. I, I would have, kid, I would have paid them. That is awesome. I mean, I just would have paid them. And I remember one time, I guess we were coming back from China the first time, and uh, 
I was walk. I, I came back with China and I bought all kinds of stuff over there. I had like a luggage bag and three suitcases and all kinds of stuff. I'm dragging, trying to drag stuff off. And you had to drag it off the plane. I carried it on the plane. So anyway, Ali saw me dragging all this stuff and he picked up my bags for me and he carried my bags to, 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 to the taxi or to where the area where the taxi was. And I kept telling him, no, man, give me back the bag. And John Montano, formerly of the uh, Arizona Athletic Commission, remember him telling me about this on the, telling me about that on this show. But that was a mind blowing thing. I said, "No, man, you're embarrassing me. Give me back, the, give me back the luggage." And he looked at me. Well, then I knew he was going to carry the luggage, and he did. But those are just some of my wow. my great memories with the greatest. I mean, and we're not, you know, I I, I can I put this. Um, even when, yeah, check this out. Have you ever heard this before? Is, is this the one that he sang? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, of course. This was a, a big hit for Sam. Uh, Benny King, Benny King, formerly of the Drifters. Yeah. Benny King put the song out when the Drifters told him the song sucked, and Benny King sold more records with this song than the Drifters sold in all their entire career. Yeah, we're gonna stick around. Oh. Nico Ali Walsh will stick around for another break. Uh, we're coming up on a break here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. If you want to join us, you can on the toll free one eight hundred. 878-7529 or the text line 415-275-1613 Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV continues on Vive TV after the break Stand by If the sky that we look upon should tremble and fall or the mountain should crumble You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789 That's 800-944-1789 Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now 
and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759-Again, that's 800-449-1759. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. I'd like you to meet, perhaps, ladies and gentlemen, the next world's champion of the Lexington YMCA. A grand young man. I hope the next champion of the United States. Why not? Cassius Clay. to learn, you know, because I've gone along with the, with the, the cliche, you know, that, uh, that you're all a product of uh, poetry and everything, but I didn't know that you were United States Olympic boxing champ, 
Muhammad Ali then Cassius Clay, 1962, of course, the Tonight Show before Johnny Carson took it over. Jack Parr was the host, and of course, the uh, guest there playing the uh, the uh, p- uh, piano was a great Liberace. Bottom line is memories with Muhammad Ali. We go back to Las Vegas, of course, the entertainment capital of the world, basically the boxing capital of the world in some people's mind, and bring in Nico Ali Walsh once again. And young man, tell us about your background. I mean, where'd you go to school? Well, um, I went to Bishop Gorman High School here in Las Vegas, and mm-hmm. currently I'm enrolled at UNLV. I'm, I'm uh, doing business studies in college. Okay, that, that's good. So when was, I'm going to put this, when did you realize that your grandfather was a little bit special? I mean, how, how old were you? Do you remember? Do you remember? Honestly, I want to say I was around 13 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 13 or 12. Well, you know, we we uh, until we stop traffic together, all kinds. Of, I mean, I, I just you know, I've been places with people there, and I've watched celebrities this and that, and I've even been around certain high-ranking polit- politicians that have a lot of people around them. But I've never seen anybody change people's attitudes and make create people make make people smile more than he did. He just had a an incredible you know incredible glow to him, no doubt about that. Now let's talk about your professional boxing career. You're two and zero with two wax. Evidently, uh, Richard Sloan, who happens to be one of the greatest guys in the entire world, you do know that, right? Yes, I know that. I mean, R- Richard, I would I listen. If you were my son, I would put you in Richard's hands. Yes. Okay, that's just the way I feel. Richard's that cool. I mean, Richard and I go back to Cronk. He was Emmanuel Stewart's right hand for many, many years, if not decades. Um, he welcomed me to Detroit. We had fun in Detroit together. But anyway, the bottom line is he's probably the best artist in the history of, of he, He's better than Leroy Newman. Have you seen some of his work? Of course. Yeah, no, I have some of his stuff hanging up here in my house. I mean, it's just mind-boggling what Richard Sloan can do with, as far as our, our, his, art, his ability as an artist. Now, Back to you being a pro. Your third pro fight is going to take place place in the Garden. Yes, December 11th. Okay, that's coming. Well, that's that's next week. Yes, it's next Saturday actually. So, what do you do? You get on the plane Monday or Tuesday and fly to New York, or what? Yeah, Tuesday I'm heading over uh, to New York, and uh, yeah, it's just this is an amazing experience. So I'm really looking forward to it. You know, training in Las Vegas has a lot of advantages to it if you're focused. It's just, it's got everything there. You've got, if you need medical people, if you need rubbed, I mean, it's everything's there, no doubt about that. But it's also a place where you can, like, muck off and get in a lot of trouble. You do realize that the they don't call it Sin City for nothing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And, and as far as fighters are concerned, I remember, I know a few fighters that weren't done in by Las Vegas and the alcohol and, 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 uh, and the nightlife, and they said they were done in by the buffets. Yeah. Did they still, no, it's, they it's, still it's, have them? a ton of distractions. Did they, they, still uh, have, they still have those buffets in Vegas where you can eat all, eat all you want? Of course. Yeah, yeah well, they're everywhere now. Yeah, you know, well, there's, there's more of them, but 
the great thing about me being in Vegas is that I've, I've never drank or smoked a, a, in my life. So I've never been, you know, the kind of guy that looks for the party scene. Okay, you I've know, always been, you know, the guy that's focused on my schoolwork or, or boxing. So it doesn't bother me being around these distractions. It actually helps. So you've never smoked cannabis? I've, I've never smoked anything in my life, and I've never taken a sip of alcohol. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, uh, your grandfather didn't drink. I mean, he didn't drink at all around me. I remember once, oh, here's a good one. Oh, man, this is embarrassing. Uh, but I'll say it anyway. Um, we were in Beijing. No, we were in, you know, we were in Macau, the second trip in 94. And I went with him, and I sat next to him and Lonnie at this table. We had a table, like, there was like eight or ten people. And, and all these people were super, super, super important people in China, like the premier, the prime minister, the governor of Macau, people like that. I mean, these are like the elite, uh, the Chinese, the elite in Chinese society. So I'm sitting down there, and they, and they pass around the, um, the cognac, and they got this $200 a bottle, $200 a bottle cognac, and they're passing it around, and I, I partied a little bit back then. Um, so anyway, they were saying, come pow, and that would meant, you know, t take a toast, right? So they set a shot down next to me and the next shot next to Ali. So I drank his shot, and I drank my shot, and I guess I drank about 10 shots. We went five rounds, this and that. So Lonnie had to take me back to my room. Um, she got me into my room. Basically, I, I remember her opening the door and then pushing me in basically and me laying down on the bed in my clothes and my suit. So I wake up. So I don't even wake up. So the next morning the maid comes in and she sees me laying on top of the bed and she thinks I'm dead. So she calls, she goes and calls the boxing promoter and everybody else in the hotel and tells them she's got a dead body up in my room, this and that. So when I wake up, everybody's looking down at me and I'm like, what the hell's going on? We thought you were dead. Bottom line is, that's the memories when I drank for Ali. Wow. You must have been speaking Chinese after after all those drinks. Yeah, I, 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 at least, anyway, we're probably, probably maybe better than, maybe I did better than five rounds. For some reason, I was acting a fool. I mean, I wasn't acting a fool, like, behavior-wise, but as far as yeah. drinking, drinking that much, I was, like, totally uncalled for. But I was trying to, like, I guess I tried to out-macho everybody in the room and, you know, she ended up having Muhammad Ali's wife drinking me back to my time room. That was a little bit, that was just a tad embarrassing. And then the next day, I remember her telling me, Pedro, I heard you caused a scene this morning. I said, Lonnie, I, said, I didn't try to cause a scene. She goes, yeah, but everybody in the hospital was saying there's a dead body on the 11th floor. <laughs> I was oh the dead body, goodness. exactly. So tell me about the garden, December 11th. Who are you fighting, you know? Um, I, I do know, um, I I forgot his exact name, but, you know, I've watched the film. I've done all the studies, and i put all the work in, so uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I think it's going to be a great fight. You ever, you ever, have you run Mount Charleston yet? Yes. Is, is, is that the tale? Is that the t man, that place used to kill me. Johnny Taco, who's, you don't know, he died in the 90s, he used to run a gym out there. But um, he used to take me up there when I was fighting for the, in the Nationals back in 84. We ran that court. I mean, that, good Lord. How do you recover from that one? You know, the altitude up there is crazy. It's yeah. great, and it's really hard on, on your legs because, as you know, you know, it's just like all uphill. Uh, so, <laughs> I, yeah, I've ran, I've ran Mount Charleston uh, a few times, actually. It's great. It's a, there's a lot of places in Vegas to, to go for that okay. kind of stuff. So you're content with where your life is right now at the age of 21, young man? I'm sorry, what was that? I see you're content with life right now at the age of 21? Oh yes, more than content. I'm very happy with uh, with how everything is is panning out. Okay, do you have a girlfriend? 
Yes, I've, I've had uh, the same girlfriend for all my years in high school and, and now all throughout college. Fantastic. Well, so what's her name? I mean, you going to keep it a mystery here or what? No, her name's Taven, and, uh, I mean, she'll be able to tell you that I'm, I'm just this boring guy that uh, focuses on, you know, schoolwork and boxing. You know, I'm not a party guy at all, like I said. So uh, I'm really a one-trick pony. Boxing's my thing. That's my passion, and that's what I stick with. You know, Nico, I had girlfriends that did not believe in boxing, did not believe in my boxing. In other words, I told them, you know, I'm staying in on Friday nights, and they'd be banging on my door at Friday nights not thinking I was home. And then I opened the door, I'm here, leave me alone, I'm training. They didn't, yeah. they, no, they didn't get it. And then when you went with the, told them, hey, look, I'm probably not going to be sleeping with you for a few weeks, that didn't go over well either. Yeah, it just didn't. I mean, some women, some women can roll with it. Thank God you've got a girl that knows what time it is. But man, a lot of girls have no idea what it's like to be uh, the domestic partner of a professional or an amateur boxer. Now you're going to the Garden. Ali's fought in the Garden. Muhammad Ali, I think, fought in the Garden eight times. Of course, the the fight of the century, March eighth, nineteen seventy one. I remember listening to it on the radio. That's how old I am. Um, but, yeah, but I, I, Joe Frazier won that night, although I thought Muhammad Ali won more rounds. In fact, Larry Merchant and I both thought that, uh, that, that Ali won more rounds. But at the end of the night, I will say this. The one thing I learned from that night is that you can never question the mental toughness of Joe Frazier. I've never seen an, exist, an exhibition of a mental strength other than this, I mean, greater than what was displayed that night. Joe Frazier was an amazing. I mean, he was in. He was in over his head. The other guy was faster. You know. You know. I mean, Joe was. Yeah. And smaller. Yeah. No. You know what? I actually, uh, I scored that fight myself. You know, I've seen that fight a million times over the years. But I obviously thought my grandfather won too. I thought he won more rounds. And uh, but yeah, no, you can't take anything away from Joe Frazier. He's one of those guys that there will never be another Joe Frazier. I don't think in boxing. No, I remember your grandfather telling me when he got hurt in the eleventh round. He goes, "Man, that was a hurt. I, I that was I had never been hurt like that ever in my life." Anyway, Nico Ali Walsh, you're going on the eleventh. That'll be on ESPN from the Garden. We wish you the very best of luck, young man. You and your family. Thank God you. bless you. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. All the best, Nico Ali Walsh on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. More after the break. Joe's going to come out smoking, and I ain't going to be joking. I'll be pecking and a-poking, pouring water on his smoking. Then this might shock and amaze you, but I will destroy Joe Frazier. Dr. Fernandez, outside call on line nine. Dr. Fernandez, outside call on line nine. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, with Pedro Fernandez. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. 
Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. 800 do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours. Any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-
Boxing's alive and well right now, no doubt about that. UFC, not so much. Of course, at UFC 269 next week. Outside of that, they got a guy named like 45-year-old Jose Aldo won a main event yesterday as far as the uh, UFC is concerned. So what does that say about sports of the guys like 45 years old and make 135 pounds? Think about that. Hmm? Come on. Little Flintstone vitamins involved. Aldo always suspected. Bottom line is, you've been tuned to two hours of Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC-TV, of course. Don't forget the WBC's interactive website, WBCBoxing.com. Want to shout out to Mauricio Suleiman, the president of the World Boxing Council. My producer, the great Scott Cuddy, sitting back there looking all dejected right now. But the bottom line is, he's alive and well and kicking. We're happy to have him. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated, but damn it, never duplicated.